You're listening to Love Well with Holly. On this podcast, we share real life stories and experts' knowledge to help guide you and walk alongside you in all phases of womanhood. We are here to educate and empower you to take charge of your health so that you can love yourself and others well. We are so glad you're here. Now let's get into today's episode. We are here with Miss Hannah Brewer. Hannah is a nutrition response testing practitioner and holds certificates in fitness nutrition coaching and holistic nutrition. As far back as she can remember, she's been seeking out natural and holistic remedies. She supports her clients through nutrition response testing and one-on-one nutrition coaching sessions. Hannah and I both would like to preface that this episode is for informational purposes only, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any conditions. So Hannah, we're so glad to have you. So we're just going to kind of transition into you telling us about what it is you do, who you are. Tell us a little bit. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me and congratulations on your podcast. Thank you. So I am Hannah. I am from here in Nashville and work at Nashville Holistic Nutrition. I practice nutrition coaching holistically, and then we also offer nutrition response testing. Awesome. So what is nutrition response testing? Kind of tell me about that a little bit. Sure. So nutrition response testing is a non-invasive way for us to test an individual for different stressors that may be causing stress to their body. So things we check for include food sensitivities, heavy metals and chemicals, immune challenges, including, you know, fungus and candida, different types of parasites, um, viruses, bacteria. And through that, we find the nutritional supplementation that aids their body in removing whatever the stressor is. Awesome. So how are you finding the exact right supplements that work for these specific issues? Yes. Great question. So it depends on what shows up in that individual. And the beauty behind the nutrition response testing is that whatever is needed to be handled in the body will show up whenever it's ready to be handled. So for example, say we have a condition that we're Googling, right? Or a symptom. We're like, what do I do for my stomach cramping? Well, we're going to have thousands of things that pop up, whether it's a specific cleanse or low FODMAP diet or, you know, do this supplement, take, do this protocol. And so the nutrition response testing through our homeopathic vials will indicate what is of the top priority in that individual at that time. So say there is a, you know, candida cleanse that an individual will need to do that might not be the first thing that shows up. You know, if that client is not pooping regularly or their lymphatic system is not properly pumping or their drainage pathways are clogged, that will typically be one of the first things that will show up and that's how we start. So to get into how we choose the supplements, whatever it is that pops up, I might have, you know, between five and 25 supplements in that category that could handle that stressor. And so we have little glass jars that house different supplements, herbs, or homeopathic remedies that we will pull and place on the body. And the body, based off muscle response or kinesiology, will indicate which, you know, supplement gives the body strength and will clear out that particular stressor. This is such an interesting thing to me because I, I've had this done. I've had Hannah do this to me, the muscle release testing. And it is fascinating 
to actually feel your body responding to something that is outside of your body. Mm -hmm. It's so, it's just the craziest feeling, but it actually works obviously because I love what Hannah put me on and all my supplements and they worked really well for me. Um, but it is a new, I feel like a newer thing to get used to and to trust your body with muscle release testing. Do you ever have people that are like, how is this working? And if you don't know what it is, Google it and watch a video, which I actually did before I came in so that I knew what the heck was going on. But watch a video about muscle release testing and it's so fascinating. But do you ever have like backlash with that at all? So at first, if someone has not been exposed to it, they're of course going to be a little bit resistant. You know, anything that's new to us, it was so new to me. You know, when I got started, I grew up, you know, in such a medical family, I've never did anything like this. And so what, you know, changes people's minds so quickly is just laying on the table and feeling it for yourself. Because I think people are so hesitant to think, oh, my body's not going to do it right. Or, you know, it's, it's not going to work for me. But once you lay there and just resist the pressure, everything else does, like your body does it naturally. Like the body knows what's going on. Our body knows what we need. We just trust that. And um, typically after just a few like initial pushes in the testing, all of that goes away. Yeah. I remember when I had it done the first time and I like really got in my head and I was like, wait, am I, am I holding my arm too hard? Like, am I pushing, is she pushing harder? I don't know. Um, But yeah, it's just a super fascinating thing to experience. And then once you actually let yourself almost like when I would lay on your table, I would just go off to la la land. That way I'm not thinking too deeply about whether my arm is moving or not moving or whether I'm responding or not responding. I just like go inward and have anyone who's going to get this done. I'm like, just lay there, go inward and just don't think about what's going on and just think about what's happening in your body. Yes. Because I actually remember at one point, I ended up having like gurgles in mm-hmm. my belly. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that, but I was like, oh my gosh, my stomach just gurgled from having a supplement laying mm-hmm. on my belly. And that was the craziest thing. It was like, it really liked that or something. Something was yes, happening. That happens all the time. So one of the main questions we always get is, how is my body able to read or sense the supplement that you're placing on my body? And everything in life has energy associated with it. So, you know, a little pill in a glass jar has energy. And energy can pass through glass, much like if I hold my hand up to the window and it's sunny outside, I can feel the warmth from the sun passing through the glass, hitting my hand. That's energy moving through glass. It's just on a much broader scale. And so it's completely possible with things like supplements or frequencies as well. And it's such a hard thing to verbalize. (laughs) That's why we have, we have a video on our website for that very reason. And I just encourage people to watch it because it's so hard to like verbalize it. Yeah. So let's talk about GI issues because I feel like that's probably what you deal with the most. I don't know that for a fact, but I'm just going to assume because that's what I came in for was GI issues. So let's kind of talk about like best practices for a healthy gut things that people can do at home, um, supplements that can really help with cramping, bloating, all of the issues that kind of go on with the GI. I'm just going to let you run with what people need to do with their GI. Awesome. So you are correct. GI cases are the most common things we see in our office. 
And um, I'll start with some best practices. Um, one of the best things we can do for our gut health is to really slow down when we eat and chew our food well. So the better we can chew our food, the less stress it's going to have on our stomach to break it down even further. I also encourage people to drink their water between meals and not as much with our meals. Um, you know, by no means do I want you to choke on your food because you're not able to take a sip. Right. You can take sips of water, but you know, at lunch or dinner is not the time to try and get your 40 or 50 ounces of water in um, during the day, especially really in no one should be drinking alkaline water with food because that's just going to counter the digestion mm -hmm. process. Um, also taking things like digestive bitters or having a teaspoon of apple cider vinegar or using digestive enzymes can be a great aid um, for the digestive process. And then also um, anytime you are preparing grains or beans or legumes at home, soaking or sprouting them can be a wonderful way to make them more digestible for our GI tract. Um, as far as supplements go, this is so individual for the specific person. So by no means are any of these supplements great for everybody out right. there. But some of the most common ones that we use in our office would be a probiotic, which everybody knows. Um, I love spore-based probiotics. Those generally work the best. And, you know, a probiotic is going to be a good bacteria that overtakes the bad bacteria in our gut microbiome. So just like there's a probiotic, there's also a product that can do that for yeast in the gut. So I work with a product called Zymex a lot, which is a good yeast that will overtake the bad yeast. I love that product. I took that product. It wasn't my favorite tasting product. <laughs> it's like a tablet. Because you did the chewable one, right? Yeah, yes. I did the chewable one. And I was like, ooh, that's like chalk. Yes. But it did help for sure. It was just a little different to get down. I usually threw it in a smoothie or yeah. something. But. It's a Spanish moss. It has a very particular taste. Yes, it but does. it also comes in capsules. So if someone prefers yeah. the capsules, that could be an easier way to get it down. Um, I also love using liver support for the digestive process. So things like... Um, um, Spanish black radish or bile acids can be really supportive for the digestive system, as well as detoxification support like milk thistle or chlorella. Um, and then also, like I mentioned earlier, digestive enzymes. And that could be like a betaine hydrochloride or an amylase or a protolase. There's so many different types out there. And this is where we really use the muscle testing because, you know, I could listen to your symptoms. And if I did not have the ability to muscle test, we could go through months of trying new supplements before we really get down to the particular formula your body benefits from. Um, and so those are some of my favorite supplements to work for. And then as far as diet goes, again, this is very individualized, but to, you know, just kind of give an overview of what's typically best is to really just get a broad spectrum of vegetables in. And so an ultimate goal would be around nine vegetables a day, which sounds like a lot, but if we prepare in advance and really start by getting some in at breakfast, it's very doable. Um, out of those nine vegetables, I like to and, you know, categorize them into groups of three. So to try and do three green vegetables in a day, three vegetables of color, like, you know, red bell pepper, purple cabbage, and then three cruciferous vegetables, which are going to be your vegetables higher in sulfur content. So that would be like broccoli, cauliflower, um, garlic, onion, radishes, things like that. 
Um, also trying to incorporate fermented foods on a daily basis is wonderful. So that's another way that we can get some of that natural bacteria into our gut. So through sauerkraut, kimchi, I love coconut kefir. Um, mm. That's an awesome way to get um, some fermented foods into our diet. And then also just eliminating refined sugar because sugar is very inflammatory to our system and sugar will feed some of the gut bugs that we really want to die off in the system. And so if we're constantly eating sugar, that's going to give those gut bugs a good meal and allow them to keep regrowing, which is the exact opposite of what we want. So I have two questions. Yes. One, all of the veggies that we need to get in in a day, mm -hmm. is there a specific way that's better on your digestive system to prepare those? Is raw better? Is cooked down better? Is boiled better? Steamed? Is there a certain way that's better? So it's going to really depend on the individual. If someone is suffering with active GI, you know, distress, probably steamed is going to be the most broken down form, it's going to cause the least amount of stress to their stomach to break down. Um, there is some benefits to other types of vegetables too. I would really just focus on um, a wide variety. So doing some raw, doing some cooked, doing some steamed, some roasted. I, I really love steamed vegetables. That works really well for my system. Now, you know, that's not the only way I get them in, but I do like to utilize that a lot myself. Okay, so my second question is about refined sugar. So erythritols, stevia, mm -hmm. things like that, synthetic sweeteners, mm -hmm. are those good for the gut, bad for the gut? Depends on which one we're talking about. Something like aspartame, sucralose, sweet and low, something like that. Very, very bad for our health, right? Um, my favorite forms of you know, refined sugar alternatives would be a stevia, a maple syrup, a raw honey, something of that nature, um, you know, from my research is some of the best to do. Okay. So we're going to move into talking about hormones a little bit. Um, so with hormones, balancing hormones, what are your suggestions for supplements or dietary changes, lifestyle changes that can help women balance the, out their hormones at any age? Yeah, great question. So with hormones, I always start with diet. So this is just one of the most important components. And a lot of women are not eating enough calories. And, you know, our body has to have a certain amount of calories each day to convert to energy for us to go throughout our day, handle stress, keep our hormones running, exercise, right? Do all of those things. And so if we are short on the number of calories that our individual body needs, it's going to slow down hormone function. And so it's so important to be eating enough. Um, I love to utilize the total daily energy expenditure calculator. And that's a great way to kind of get just an average on the amount of calories that someone should be doing for their, you know, age, weight, you know, all activity, all of that. And so um, really just making sure we're getting enough calories, getting enough nutrition, getting enough protein in our diet. So a lot of our diets tend to be a little, you know, protein lacking. And so um, I really encourage at least about point eight grams of protein per 
pound of body weight. And so um, that's really important. Also making sure we're eating enough good fats. So having at least 20% of our diet or our overall calories coming from good fats, whether it's olives, avocados, raw dairy, if that's tolerated, coconut milks, things like that. And then um, also just eliminating processed and refined oils because that is so inflammatory for our hormones and our overall system. Also, really looking at overall blood sugar balancing because wacky blood sugar that's rising and falling too much throughout the day throws our hormones off. So really making sure we're eating carbohydrates and sugars with a balanced protein or fat along with it. And then um, also eating for our cycle can be really supportive. So, you know, the first week, first half of our cycle, more comforting and nourishing foods, iron-rich foods are really great. And then towards the second half of our cycle, you know, having lots of B6, vitamin C, root vegetables, and really making sure we're increasing calories in that second half of our phase to, you know, encourage progesterone and all the hormone changes. And from a supplement perspective, some of the most common ones I end up using for an individual to balance hormones would be Chase Tree, also known as Vitex Berry, Evening Primrose Oil, um, fatty acids are really supportive, also targeted organ meats, you know, whether that's, you know, ovaries or uterus, pituitary gland, adrenal glands from, you know, bovine or cow um, can be really, really amazing for the body as well. What is, and this is mostly, I'm just kind of curious, um, what is the benefit of organ meat to women's bodies? Because I feel like that's um, a really big topic of conversation lately, people taking beef liver supplements and trying to get liver in. Um, and specifically, I feel like it's targeted towards women um, mm -hmm. really taking these supplements and things for our hormone health. But from a, you know, research, I guess, what is the reasoning? Do you? Yeah. So the theory is like treats like. So, you know, healthy ovary from a cow is very supportive to our stressed out ovary. And so, you know, if we, especially when you do supplementation with like a protomorphogen or a PMG extract that's made from organ meats, what that does is it lays a blueprint out for our own organ. So this will be like, look at, you know, this wonderful healthy tissue. Now let's let your tissue follow along with that direction. And so if for any reason, our body's going to, you know, beat up our ovaries, beat up our uterus in any way, it attacks that supplement instead. So it indirectly like saves our organs from getting a beating. That's, that's one of the benefits. Our bodies are so cool. Aren't they? <laughs> so cool. I just, I love that. Um, so my next question is who's going to be a candidate for the type of work that you guys do at Nashville Holistic Nutrition? Yeah, great question. So I say anyone who feels like they're not living their life to their fullest potential. So if someone's lacking on energy, if someone's, you know, having a hard time getting started with their schedule every morning because they might be in the bathroom three or four times, right? Anybody who feels like there's some area that needs improvement, but they can't quite pinpoint why, you know, um, that's a great candidate. Also someone who wants to complement traditional medicine with alternative methods. That's a beautiful approach. And then 
really someone interested in getting down to the root cause of their symptoms or conditions. So that's why our process is a minimum of a six week journey because we aren't just laying band-aids on, you know, problems mm-hmm. or, you know, any of that. We're not symptom chasers. So I'm not just trying to cover up symptoms. We're really trying to get down to the root of an issue. So if someone's ready to get it done, get it done right, be patient and hopefully get it solved for good. That's our goal. You talked a little bit, you said something about energy and that kind of made me think, I just want to touch back on that for a second because energy wise, I feel like that is also um, a very big deal. People drinking five cups of coffee a day and having a Red Bull and like they're just sluggish and they don't have, you know, natural energy anymore that they used to have. Why is that? Why all of a sudden do we feel so tired? All of us. (laughs) You know, I feel like we're afraid to rest. You know, we're afraid to take an afternoon off, to spend quiet time with the Lord, to get our feet in the grass, Mm -hmm. to really recharge ourselves from within. We are in this fast-paced lifestyle and quite literally so used to snapping our fingers and solving problems with caffeine or medications or whatever quick fix may be. But we really need to look, take a step back and look at our life to say, what could provide my body with more balance at the Mm -hmm. end of the week and really start to make those changes. And instead of, you know, drinking an extra cup of coffee, let's look at a nourishing drink filled with minerals to help balance our body out and recharge it from within. Right. Um, but that, that's how I feel about that. Yeah. So as far as, um, diet, do you think that that has anything to do with energy? Absolutely. So really, if we're not starting our day with a strong, balanced meal, then we don't have a lot of energy to you know, run off of. And so really starting that within 30 minutes of waking is so important, but then also keeping our blood sugar stabilized throughout the day, making sure, you know, most of our meals are abundant in vegetables, that we're getting clean protein, good quality fats, amino acids are so supportive, good hydration, minerals, like I mentioned. So that's such a huge component. I feel like that's something that I am learning a lot about right now. And that's my own natural energy. I had uh, my hormones tested. We were talking about this before we started our podcast today, but I had my hormones tested and my cortisol went like, well, people can't see me, but it spiked (laughs) up really high and then it just plummeted um, after lunch and it would just go just like this. So I've really been working on making it more of a sloped bell curve than just such a staggering up and down. Um, And, you know, I've been doing adrenal cocktails in the afternoons and things to like eating a a little snack of like uh, protein, carb and fat, just like all together in the afternoon between meals and stuff. And I have I now drink decaf coffee. I'm not even having caffeine. And I was just telling my husband the other day, I was like, I feel great. I love that. I he'll get all slumped and like not feel good after lunch. And I'm like, I feel great. And like, especially in the mornings, I have so much more energy, like from the hours of like eight to 12, I just feel like I can get a lot done. And I feel like my body is cycling back into a natural cycle where that is, you know, I have more energy in the morning. And then as the afternoon comes and the sun starts to set, my body is naturally going into relax and sleep mode. And I'm, 
used to take melatonin every night for five years and probably even longer than that, but let's just say five years. And I haven't taken melatonin at all. I just sleep so well. Um, So it is possible for those that are listening, but it is a process of if I eat terribly or, you know, I don't eat balanced or I don't eat enough, I can tell Mm -hmm. because I am so tired. But it's such an amazing thing when your body gets back into that cycle that it's meant to be in, you know, and have the energy that you're supposed to have. Yeah, I love that. Like our body tells us so much. And once we find that balance and find that baseline, our body will quickly tell us if we're, you know, doing something a little bit off. And that's why I don't want us to be afraid of hunger, right? Mm -hmm. That's our body communicating to us. And or, you know, low energy or any of that, like all of those are just signals that we need to change something up. So yeah. I'm so, I'm so happy yeah. for you. It was, I was terrified to have decaf coffee every day. I was like, I'm going to die. I'm literally, it's going to hit 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock and I'm, I'm going to be dead and I'm not going to be able to work. Um, but it's not true. And now I, you know, am on a much better cycle, but that's great. So the next thing that we'll kind of talk about is the most common issues that you work with. I know we kind of touched on it being GI issues, um, but specifically maybe within GI issues, what is the main issues that you're seeing in y'all's work? We see a lot of constipation, a lot of diarrhea, a lot of stomach pain after eating, flushing after eating, you know, any type of symptom related to digestive heartburn, reflux. We see a lot of that. We also do a lot of work with allergies, skin rashes, eczema. That's really common for us. Also fatigue and low energy. We of course have, you know, so many different clients coming in with specific conditions or symptoms as well, but that's, you know, an overview of the the most abundant cases that we see. Do you have any really good stories of successes maybe that you've had or in your own personal life or people from the clinic? Yeah. Um, one that I love is uh, we had a lady who came in. She was in her 60s and she was an avid tennis player and she had a hip replacement on the books for a few months out. So she came in for her hip pain and we worked with her for around eight weeks And after that point, she was able to cancel her hip replacement because she had no joint pain. But the most amazing part about that story to me is that we never gave her anything for her hips or her musculoskeletal pain. Mm -hmm. We just detoxed her system, right? And so that's just... That's a beautiful story to me because we are so used to just throwing everything out there for the symptom, but a lot of times that's not what's needed at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's been such an interesting thing as I've like gotten into functional medicine and and holistic treatments, learning that instead of looking at something like, okay, you know, this is happening to your body, what can we do to like cover it up? It's more like, okay, this is happening to your body, but why? Yeah. That's my favorite part. And it amazes me that that's not like a part of traditional medicine Mm -hmm. to figure out why. And, you know, it has its time and its place. But I also think that the blend of functional medicine coming in and being like, okay, we understand that this is happening, but let's figure out why. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like once you figure out why, everything is going to be better. Your health is going to be better. Everything is going to function better, flow better. You're going to sleep better. 
everything is going to be better when you get down to the root cause and you're probably going to heal things that you didn't even know that you had. Yeah. You know? I agree. So crazy. So what is your favorite supplement to take yourself or supplements and why? What do you take every day? So I feel like no one can ever take my liquid chlorophyll away from me. (laughs) I love it. Um, Tell me about that. So liquid chlorophyll, I take it for detoxification to help eliminate, you know, pollution, heavy metals, chemicals that we're exposed to, you know, hormones that are found in our meat, glyphosate found in our food. You know, we are just constantly bombarded with toxins and my my body loves liquid chlorophyll i love to take it by itself i also love to make a little drink with it so i use coconut water fresh squeezed lemon juice and liquid chlorophyll and it is divine yum (laughs) so yummy and so um that's one of my favorite things to take i also utilize digestive enzymes daily i love my liver support i take choline Um, different organ meats. It really varies month to month, you know, Mm -hmm. depending on, you know, what's showing up in my testing. So I get tested too, Mm -hmm. you know, and so it's not always the same, but something that I always have in my program is liquid chlorophyll. I love it. Is there anything else you take besides? Right now I have it pretty minimal. I've been on times where I was on a really large Mm -hmm. program, but because I've done a program for so many years now, my body doesn't need as much to feel quite stable, like from a supplement perspective. And so, um, I really just probably take four or five things now. Yeah. That's awesome. I know I'm in the phase where I'm trying to, like, I've taken these supplements. I'm in a good, I'm in a good place where I feel good. Like, okay, I need to learn how to take what's in the supplement and put it in my food and have it Mm -hmm. in my meals. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of a more difficult transition learning where to get those things. So is there chlorophyll and any sorts of foods that you can eat? So chlorophyll is what naturally makes plants green. And so there's going to be, you know, chlorophyll in, in green plants and things like that. But the problem is, you know, and the reason supplementation is so supportive is because our soil is so depleted now. Mm. And Our food is lacking in nutrients compared to what it was one or 200 years ago, right? Mm -hmm. And so even if we ate, you know, just all the right foods and all the right quantities, all organic, you know, all the things, we are still lacking in some of those nutrients and minerals. So that's why I still choose to supplement with it. Yeah. That's been another thing that I've learned a lot about is like regenerative farming and and learning about like our soils and it it's very fascinating. We won't get into it, you know, on this episode. I'll, I'll, I'll find somebody to talk about regenerative <laughs> farming, but it is very fascinating for people that want to look into it and learning where you're sourcing your food from um, and that they are people that are thinking of the future uh, and the nutrients that we're going to get from mm-hmm. or our children and our grandchildren yeah. are going to get from the food that we're eating right now. Yeah. Um, it's an interesting concept. So I'm going to ask you the question that I ask all of my guests. (laughs) What do you think it means to love well? To love well, to me, means extending abundant grace to ourselves and others. You just gave me chills. That was so good. You know, I feel like we are given so much grace from our Heavenly Father, but we are so quick to hoard it for ourselves or not extend it out to other people. 
or mm-hmm. ourselves, right? And mm-hmm. so that's a such a huge part of love in my life. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Such a good answer. Oh. <laughs> so well spoken. So Hannah, tell me how people can find you. How do they find the clinic? Tell me everything where people can find information about you. Yeah. Well, personally, I don't have any social media or anything like that. (laughs) I was wondering. I was like looking for you and I was like, I feel like she doesn't have social media or either she's just like really private. (laughs) No. So, um, however, our business does. So National Holistic Nutrition, um, our our business has social media accounts, our website, nationalholisticnutrition.com. Obviously, by phone, our phone number is 615-649-8649. So you can reach, you know, me through the business. But yeah, not so much personally. Do you have anything else you would like to say to everyone at home? No, I just say let's give ourselves some grace. Let's give ourselves some love and um, encouragement just to everybody on this journey. I know it's so hard. And, Mm -hmm. you know, anything I've said today, you know, is just – you know, a piece of the puzzle, right? We are all trying to figure this out. There are so many modalities out there that support healing. And, um, you know, we've just got to all figure this out for ourselves. Well, I appreciate you telling your modality and telling us all about it and giving us all that information today and just giving grace to us and information. And you guys can't see, but she's got the best smile <laughs> ever. And I've just been looking at it for the last like 30 minutes. And I it's don't just know so about sweet. That. <laughs> so sweet i'm so glad that we had you on today and hopefully we can do something else in the future thank you holly thank you so much 